Hello everyone, welcome to Vermilion's Artistry Corner. Vermilion's Artistry Corner is a new podcast run by a staff member, which is me, Margaret Adams, um, talking to members of our community who have uh, submitted to Vermilion, uh, which is an on-campus literary and arts magazine um, about their work, whether that be writing or drawing or performing, whatever art form you decide to submit, that is what we will talk about. So the purpose of this whole thing is to support our community of artists. Um, For our inaugural episode, we are talking with Javier Mazaregos. Perfect? Okay, good. Perfect. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself? You know, major, minor, interests, hobbies? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is uh, Javier Mazaregos. I go by Javi most of the time. And I'm a junior uh, here at Catholic studying English and philosophy. I'm double majoring in that and minoring in theology. Um, Around campus, I'm an RA. Um, I'm the editor-in-chief of Invencio, uh, undergraduate research journal. I also do some sociology research on on beauty and and how that motivates uh, certain people. Um, And yeah, I think my interests in general are reading and writing. I'm a big fan of poetry. I very much love Shakespeare and... um, yeah, I would uh, like to see where my literary and philosophical interests will take me, maybe to graduate school or maybe to teaching one day. Uh, but but I really do like um, the life of the mind and, and ideas, and I, I find that a very delightful and interesting. All right, so cool. I had no idea that you were doing research with the sociology department. That's awesome. Um, so today we are sitting down with Javi to talk about not only his work, uh, which was a poem called uh, Summer Rain, but we'll also talk to him about the origins of the name Vermilion because you were the one who came up with it. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was the lucky one who, who won the naming competition last spring. Oh, there was a there was a competition. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known about that. Uh-huh. Um, can you speak a little towards the process of coming up with that name and and why that name? Yeah. Um, so it was it was actually a really interesting process and and it happened in a very strange way. Um, I, I heard that CUA was, was launching a, a literary magazine uh, early in the spring. I thought it was really cool. And Dr. Akuma, who uh, is an English professor here, uh, had announced that they were going to have a naming competition because they, they didn't have a name. And they wanted the students to maybe ha- have a chance to, to give a name. And um, at first, I, I kind of thought, well, you know, I have a lot of things going on. I can't really think of a name. So I actually kind of completely, like, archived the email and didn't really mm-hmm. think about it at all. Um, and it's kind of funny a, as things come. And you know, at, a, at a Catholic university, I was, uh, of all places, I was um, doing actually a time of silent prayer um, mm-hmm. in a chapel, he, um, praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament, mm-hmm. praying about different things. And all of a sudden, and I was praying about, as I, I try to do often on Fridays, I try to pray about the crucifixion and passion of, mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. And then it just happened that I instantaneously, while praying, thought of the closing lines of Gerard Manley Hopkins' poem, The Windhover, mm-hmm. um, which I think you'll read later on. Yes, yeah, I have it pulled up right here. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and the last word of that poem is vermilion. Um, mm-hmm. And the phrase is, and gash gold vermilion. The, I- the idea, I think the image there is kind of this gashing out of this of this strong, almost golden red shade, the color, right? This this color um, that, that is uh, the shade of vermilion. And 
all of a sudden in my mind there was just like a confluence of things that made me think this would be a perfect name mm-hmm. for a magazine and for, for a few things one is I thought well in the first place Hopkins was an incredible poet and he was a Catholic himself mm-hmm. and I thought for for Catholic use English department this would be a great great guy great great model yeah um, but also I thought vermilion is very much an alive it's a very rich powerful color and I thought really creative art is teeming with this kind of vibrant blood that uh, poets and writers and artists share with someone else they really pour out of themselves yeah much in the same way that blood would would come out of someone yeah in an that's such a great comparison the whole thing about art and writing is that it can't not come out it has to the whole point of it is it's it's if it's there it has to come out um so that's really beautiful i was i'm gonna read the poem now <laughs> if that's okay and then we can i have a few more questions um so this is the windhover that's how you pronounce it mm-hmm. by gerard manley hopkins to christ our lord i caught this morning morning's minion kingdom of daylight's dauphin dappled dawn drawn falcon in his writing of the rolling level underneath him steady air and striding high there how he rung upon the rein of a wimpling wing in his ecstasy then off off forth on swing as a skate's heel sweeps smooth on a bow bend the hurl and gliding rebuffed the big wind my heart in hiding stirred for a bird the achieve of the mastery of a thing brute beauty and valor and act oh air pride plume here buckle and the fire that breaks from thee then, a billion times told lovelier, more dangerous, oh my chevalier. No wonder of it, sheer plod makes plow down cillian, shine in blue bleak embers. Ah, my dear, fall, gall themselves, and gash gold vermilion. I really hope I got all of those words, some of the words right. <laughs> Maybe I hopefully pronounce them correctly. But yeah, that last line is like, such a heartwarming line especially now in, in context of um knowing where it came from it's, uh, i think it's beautiful yeah i think you read that very well actually <laughs> thank nice you nice job thank you um so this was you said it was was it uh spring semester last mm-hmm. year that's mm-hmm. when the contest was yeah yeah um and you knew it would be a great name for a literary magazine because of just the way that it it it, it compares to um, the way that, you know, like you said, the way that blood rushes out and the way that that has to do with art. I think that's so cool. Um, those are kind of all the questions I have about that. What a great what a great name for a literary magazine. Um, one thing. OK, now I want to move on to Summerine. <laughs> um, so would you like to start by reading it? I have it pulled up here if you like. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, after reading, I can talk about yes. how it came about and yes. the little story there. That would be great. Thank you. Okay, awesome. This was um, uh, Summer Rain. Um, it was written, I think, um, right at the end of May last year. It goes as follows. Summer Rain. And there's a little citation in the Psalms. Psalm 37, line 24. The floating, falling droplets that appear on my windshield with fingers flick are gone. But soon I'll call these wipers for their job again. The endless rain remains right here. I'll beat the heat. This is not summer's fall. This gentle drizzle 
takes up all the day and makes a march out of delightful May with overcast long lingering like gall. Instead, the summers shower with great storm. A clap of thunder, boom, from Zeus's bolt, heralds the violent deluge charging like a colt. A sky once blue, now dressed in black to mourn. But summer's storms, just for a flash of time, bright sunshine gets the last word of this rhyme. Yeah, I love that poem. I especially love the line, uh, and makes a march out of a delightful May. I love that. Yeah. Um, so can you talk a little bit about what inspired you to write this poem? Uh, I'm assuming it's rain, but. <laughs> yes, that's right. I was, um, I was driving um, from lunch with a friend, and it was um, that kind of nasty overcast weather that is very, very light rain that just kind of keeps coming down. And, and I was inspired by the rain that was on, my, on the windshield as mm -hmm. I drove. Um, and the thought came to me that, well, you know, in the summertime when it rains, it storms, it pours, it's a deluge, and it comes and it's gone. And then it's really sunny and we have rainbows. But the overcast is like constant, it's present, mm -hmm. it just seems to never end. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was just thinking about that comparison, the sort of never-ending overcast and the, 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 the powerful but temporary summer storm. Um, but really where this, this poem came from was, um, I think it was a Friday afternoon. It was after the spring semester had ended here at Catholic and I, uh, I'm originally from, from nearby in Maryland. So mm -hmm. the DC area, just right outside the beltway. And, um, I was meeting with a, a close friend of mine who actually ha happened to be, uh, one of my teachers at school. He mm -hmm. is a, he's a classicist. He received his PhD here in Greek and Latin from Catholic and he now teaches at the Heights School where, where I went to, and we were having oh, ca cool. yeah we were having kava for lunch, and I was complaining to him that I could not write any poems, that I found it extremely difficult. And he himself also writes poetry, and mm -hmm. we were sharing poems. And I told him, his name is uh, is Lionel. I was like, Lionel, I can't write anything. I just can't. I, every time I sit down to write, I get writer's block. It's incredibly frustrating. Mm -hmm. And my friend Matthew is so good at writing poetry. <laughs> and I'm so bad. Matthew, who's yeah. co-editor-in-chief co of <laughs> yes. a million. Yeah. And, um, and my professors all write poetry. And, and I can't do it. And he said, well, you know, Javi, why don't we do something? Why don't we have a competition? Um, tonight, before you go to bed, you need to write a sonnet and send it to me. And before I go to bed, I need to write a sonnet and send it to you. And he said... Preferably, you need to write this sonnet in the car from Kava to wherever your destination is. What? Where did he come up with that? Yeah, he's That's like... That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, because he said he used to do this with his friends. He said, you know, sometimes when I have a long commute, I just write a sonnet because a sonnet's a very structured form and yeah. everyone knows the form. And I was going to ask about that. Yes. Uh-huh. So that's why I, I chose the sonnet because he said, look, we can both write sonnets. Mm -hmm. You know, you know the rhyme scheme. You know that the it's 14 lines. You know that there should be some kind of volta there somewhere. It should have one theme. And he said, okay, that's that's my rule. It has to be a sonnet. And he said, mm -hmm. now you give me a rule. And I said, okay, well, there has to be some element in the poem that is like tied to the 21st century. So whether that's a car or a windshield or something like that. Like it, okay. it has to like feel yeah. like today. And then he said, okay. but And then he gave me another qualification. He said, okay, but it has to be a poem about something you see in the car it can't like that whatever you see in the car 
at some point has to be inspiration. Um, right. And he wrote a really, really good sonnet about a Tesla. <laughs> and it was like beautiful. It was about how people are using their phones in the Tesla and there's no work-life balance. It was really interesting. Oh, and I wow. wrote, I'd and love I, to read that. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And then I wrote Summer Rain uh, out of that competition. So I wrote Summer Rain in the car and um, I didn't finish it in the car. I finished it that night. I went home uh-huh. um, and just put it together and sent it to him before going to sleep. So it, it took a little bit to write and I'd like to go back and, and edit it and, mm-hmm. and see how it takes on a life of its own. But it came mm-hmm. out of a competition. Yeah, yeah, that is that's such a cool story. So who won the competition? Oh, he certainly did. <laughs> yeah, his poem was really good. <laughs> Um, one thing I wanted to ask about, that's such a cool story. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask about, um, the poem that I, one of the parts I loved about it is the Bible verse. Can you talk a little bit about that? Why it starts off with that? Yeah. So I think that the Bible verse, um, in the Psalms, oftentimes the Psalms try to give an image of what is the just man, you know, what, what's, what's a good person. And this this particular Bible verse gets at this idea that even if a just man falls again and again and again, you know he or she will will get up and get over adversity. Mm. And I think at at the time in my life when I was writing Summer Rain, I was in not really a dark place, but like perhaps a darker place. You know, it's th- overcast. Yeah, like it was one poem. of these overcast yeah. type things. And and one of the questions I had is, will this overcast? Will I get over this? You mm-hmm. know, whether it's like a personal struggle I was having. And I thought, well, you know, sometimes those really tough storms of life actually do go away. Yeah. And as the poem ends, right, bright sunshine gets the last word of this rhyme. So I wrote the reason why I put that there is because I had this real hope at the time that bright sunshine would beat out the overcast because Mm -hmm. I was like makes makes March out of delightful May. Yeah. I felt like I should be in May. Right. Kind of getting over. Yeah. the rain. But it felt like March. It Mm -hmm. just felt like constant. And um, that's perhaps that the moral significance of the poem is at least this aspiration that my falls would be like summer rain mm-hmm. and not like March. Wow. Um, and um, perhaps I realize that perhaps that's like my life, you know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of hoping that, that the sun will shine mm-hmm. again. And um, I think that having that hope certainly helps, uh, yeah. helps with mental health and, 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 right. and kind of, and looking, looking beyond just the moment of, of the clouds, mm-hmm. you know, and I definitely, I love, I love that idea. And I did not know that's how that connected. Um, that's really cool. One thing I wanted to um, ask about, generally, about poetry, and I guess because of we heard the story, I know why it's a sonnet now. But I wanted to ask just generally, not even about this poem, how do you know when a message or idea is supposed to take the form of a poem or supposed to take the form of um or like, how do you how do you figure that out? That might I mean that might come out of left field, but that's yeah, just something that's I was thinking question. about. What yeah. like, what do you think about that? No, Margaret, that's a great question. I I will have to think about that. But I mean, I think my first impressions will certainly help with this question. Um. Well, I know that. I don't know, and perhaps this is just for my classes. But if there's one idea that I have, and it's kind of focused. And it can be like a picture, mm-hmm. then I think a sonnet would fit it well. Yeah. But if it's something that needs like a video, that needs like maybe time to develop, or yeah. it needs kind of some like more elements are being examined, perhaps a story or another narrative or another kind of lyric can help. And I, I like the idea of a sonnet being like a portrait, 
mm-hmm. because a portrait can tell you a lot about a person, but it's just one snap. It's yeah. not like a video or documentary. Right. It's just one picture. Mm-hmm. It's not moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. I never thought, I mean, I have heard of that, that idea of sonnet being like a picture, but, but explain like that. That's really cool. Um, and one th- other thing I wanted to ask was what is the best piece of advice you have gotten or that you can give to someone who wants to write poetry? That's kind of a toughie too. If you don't have an answer, the answer could totally just be like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it's certainly advice that I've received. I, I don't, I don't know how much good advice I've given about poetry. Um, and that is kind of, don't be afraid to write something bad. Um, don't be afraid that like, to put something on the page expecting you to become Robert Frost once you mm-hmm. finish. Like, you uh, won't be Robert Frost. That's a great that's a great piece of advice, yeah. actually, because the whole... Poetry is, I think, so hard to write because mm-hmm. it's like, it's either... It feels like it's either great or it's nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, that's actually... That's great advice, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are all the questions that I had. Thank you so much for coming and sitting down and and talking about it i love your poem and thank you for sharing it no yeah thank you margaret this is really a wonderful opportunity okay cool awesome um so thank you everyone for listening um remember to follow our instagram at catholic u underscore vermilion and our twitter at coa vermilion for writing prompts and announcements of events and our literary salon and other fun things also remember to check out our website just search coa vermilion It'll bring you to like the English, the Seaway English page, but from there you can get to the website, I promise. I don't know why it's like that, um, because there's new web content being written by our very own staff coming out every single week, and our very first issue ever, the winter issue, comes out on December 1st, as of now, um, so um, please be on the lookout for that. Thank you all so much for listening, and remember to stop by the Vermilion Artistry Corner again soon. Bye!